Good morning and welcome back to another installment of Armchair Gappers. This is the Continental Corner and you're here with me, Continental Jess and ACG Scorch. How's it going, Scorch? I don't know what that means. What does that, what does that mean? That's how, I like to, that's how I like to start off my day on the continent. Obviously, because this is the continent, of course. Um, for those of you new to the Continental Corner, this is where we take a little trip around Europe and just try and keep everyone up to date with all the goings on overseas. Uh, and for those of you that are established Continental Corners, you might be thinking that this is different settings. Yes, okay. Things happen, life happens. Get used to it. And <laughs> that right, Scorch? <laughs> what is this you're doing? The corners. Oh, the the. Yeah. <laughs> you're actually sick. Um, <laughs> we'll let Scorch compose himself. Back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Now, Scorch, you can we get into this, man? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. You've got loads to say about everything that's happening in Europe. Um, obviously, the league. Well, I can't hack it. I can't hack a week, it. A week before Premier League, we had the Premier League and Spain kick off together, and then we've now had Serie A. Uh, where do you want to begin today? Well, seeing as you said kicked off, there's only one place you've got to start. France. Tell me, tell me, Jess. Have you seen what's happening? Whoa. Have you seen what happened at Nice with Marseille? Yeah, I saw it and I'm just confused Whoa. because it's. I, yeah. I, I, did, I couldn't understand. The Nice fans are arguing with everybody. I, I, don't, I, I'm, I don't, bro. The Nice fans were beefing the Marseille players, beefing their own players, and the stewards and each other. Listen, and, and hold on a second. You just okay. got you just got the the manager that just won your league, and you're winning the, this game as well. I, I don't understand. Listen, if you're going to and do for it, for some do reason, it they were quoting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. When I was watching it, I kind of thought, this is a bit shit. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It kind of felt a bit... It kind of made me think, these people don't really deserve to be... They don't deserve this almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know exactly what you mean. I'm not really like a, I'm not really a rule follower. I'm not really a rule follower, but I think to myself, like, with the amount of time that fans have, have had to be out of the stadiums and all of that, to, um, to have a club that has now gone and got the, 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 the league winning manager and you're off to a flying start, you're, you won your first game. You beat Lille, furthermore. You beat the, um, the, the, the the current holders of the league title. And you're winning this game. And I, and I kind of feel like, under those circumstances, I think that's your first home game of the season. I feel like under those circumstances, how do you manage to find yourself like so angry and upset 
towards the Marseille players. Like, even though there's no legit even issues, it's not like something happened. You know what I mean? It was on him from from when he was doing the warm up, and I kind of thought, yeah, man, you don't shit fans, really, man. Like fans yeah. like you, I don't feel like the game needs them, man. No, like I'm all for look. You lot no. want to meet up and hooligan stuff. Do your stuff, but this is like a this is a step too far for me. Yeah, and uh, it's just you got to ask yourself, how would it have been perceived had that been English fans, for example? I think very, very differently because obviously the response hasn't been good. No one's condoning what they've done. But I think that had that been English fans, then uh, the media will be having a field day, the global media. They, they, they'd have a lot to say about it. A lot to say um, about it. I'm I'm sure. To say as well. I was more confused because uh, when I think of Marseille. And if you told me that Marseille got into a, a scrap with opposing fans, I would have swore blind it was PSG fans uh, because there's a rivalry there. Um, I don't. But I don't. It wasn't with fans. This is this is the bit that I don't get. It it was directly with the players. Like they were throwing stuff up every time they were trying to take a corner or a set piece. And it got to the stage where Dimitri Payet had something thrown and he, and he just had enough and threw something back, you know? And then, but it, it, don't, it doesn't make sense. It, 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 it really, like, I don't know all of the details behind it, but it really does kind of feel like people being spoiled, to be honest. You think so? It's like raw, you know, don't trust them, don't trust them, don't trust them, like football fans, you know, that's how they look at football fans, don't trust them, don't. and then they let us back in the stadiums and you go and do that. I don't know, man, I, I don't know, maybe maybe I don't know enough on the subject. Possibly not, but we need to, um, we need to see what kind of, uh, I want to see what punishments are handed out and I want to see if there's a, maybe something we don't know about that's gone on behind the scenes. Maybe they were protesting. Maybe this group of people weren't even fans. I, I couldn't understand though because when I was seeing Wagwan, the the Marseille captain was arguing and and Sampaoli was switching. Like and but the girl here was arguing with. I I, I couldn't work out what was going on, but it just seemed to me weird. Like the season's just started. The season's just started. Um, nice, you got a good team, good manager. Marseille, got some players, good manager. What's wrong? It's 1-0, 75th minute. don't know, don't really get it, but yeah. yeah but well, yeah, and, do you know what, though? I, I, I've got a feeling, I've got a funny feeling that League R is going to be a league of a league of constant headlines this season. I've got a strong feeling you're going to see a lot of headlines coming out of League A this season. Uh, I don't know if that will be the case, but what I will say is that this season, the spotlight will be shone in League A like no other season before. So anything that happens will be highlighted far more than uh, what would usually happen on a regular season, if you understand what I mean. Hundred percent. Cool. It'll be like yeah. this. Look, 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 look. 
Is it? Are you, are you done? Okay. You have, you're having too much fun over there. Do you have anything? All right, all right. Um, what regarding France? I was gonna say I'm a bit, I'm a bit bored already of the PSG circus. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I could like, be bored. It's the anticipation. Everyone is waiting for Messi to make his debut. We're waiting to see if this um, El Galactics, no, Le Galactics, will actually do what they're supposed to do. Um, there's the whole Neymar fiasco as well. There's so many facets to it. The Poch, um, with all the basement riches, will he find a way to, to, to be Spursy? There's so much to talk about with regards to PSG. How can you not be excited? Yeah, I'm just not really excited. Like I, I can't know, lie I think... to you. Like I, I'm not I'm not finding myself like, oh wow, like Yeah, I don't know, man. I kinda of feel a bit bored of it. I'm just being honest. It, that, don't get me wrong though. Messi might make his debut this weekend and then everything and everything changes, but yeah. To me, this sounds like scorchy being being scorchy. Cause I, I, I've heard it, I can hear it already. In about two and a half, three weeks' time, you'll be like, Hey, listen, League Earn is lit. I'm telling you, you're gonna do another one of your famous public apologies. Follow one of your wild shouts that turns but league, out. No, league league art is lit. Yeah, it's very lit. League, like, league art is lit. There's lots of talent there. Lots. No, I've been watching a lot of league for a lot for the last year and a bit now, and um, it reminds me of what um, the Eredivisie used to be like many years ago. Like a lot of the smaller teams have got a lot of hidden gems. And what's that? I'm with you on that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you actually watch it, like, if you watch, like, a, a Bordeaux versus Lorient, I don't know if they're even in the league anymore, but those kind of teams there, you're seeing talent, you're seeing technical ability. Um, and what you're not seeing, I might be wrong, what you're not seeing in Liga, which you see a lot of in um, Germany especially, is the big teams poaching players from the league. What I love about Liga is that PSG, the big boys, they poach from everywhere else. They don't go and and weaken the team. <laughs> the Do you know what I mean? In Germany, if you know what PSG are league, on, PSG are that? on. Yeah, we're going to teach these kids how to be sick. PSG are on teaching their kids how to be sick, then getting rid of them, and then they go from wherever they went to to another to a big club now, and then PSG buy them. What's that called? That's it. That's the energy. I'll, I'll be real. That's why I... Go on, Jeff. No, that's why I'm excited for Liga this season. Um, I think the whole world's eyes are on Liga uh, for many reasons. Um, yeah, and uh, obviously the obvious one is uh, Les Galactiques, as they're now called. To see, we want to see what they can actually do. Doesn't really sound cool. Les Galactiques? Oh, yeah. Is this maybe arguably the best Squad ever? No, 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 no. Uh, the reason why it is not the best squad ever, I'm going to tell you, uh, is because um, we have players 
in a PSG, um, such as one to eleven from the first game. So uh, when they played Brest the other day, you had um, Diallo, Kera, Idrisigana, Gay. These people are starting. Kera, Kera is good, by the way. He's okay. Um, yeah, there's too many people that are just still there making up numbers. Like, you're not going to fool me and tell me that Idrisigana Gay is an upper echelon player. He's very capable, but he's not, he's not the, the person people make him out to be. But there are good players there. I mean, you've got a midfield that has Verratti and Wijnaldum in it, which I think is very good. But um, it's not the best squad. I mean, if it's it's a very good starting eleven, and and then Di Maria on the bench. That's what it is for me, bro. I don't know. I tell you what, Italy's fucking going. Oh. Are we oh. going from Liga to Sevilla? Yeah, yeah I'm just I'm like this is a different. It's a different kind of quality today. I just want to just, just I got just some thoughts. That first of all, Cristiano Ronaldo dropped, dropped. Allegri's in the building, guys. Allegri's him. Game changer, game changer. Did you see um, Ronaldo's goal? Came I on. See it. Yeah. And he scored, I think, maybe in the ninety-fourth minute in the in that. What do you call that kit? What is that? What, like that uh, looks volleyball. like gums volleyball. Yes, volleyball. Yeah, yeah. the Shirin, um volleyball kit. Um, mm-hmm. massive header, back post, mad thing. Took off his top. Brr, everyone yeah. done the mad thing. Woo! All of that. Yeah. Lo and behold, VAR. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I know that he got a booking for taking his top off, and then uh, the goal was disallowed. So, does the booking mm. still stand? I believe so, which is fucked up. Really? Hey, Chesney though, he's done yeah. such a good job of going to um Serie A and rebuilding his brand and his name, man. Mm-hmm. Bro, he looked very much like Chesney of Arsenal. On the weekend, you know, was he? Uh, would you say he's at full for both goals or just one? I'm saying neither. I'm gonna say I'm gonna support oh, Shazney yeah, because yeah. I can see, I can still... see, I can see what you're on. You're on a wind up. I can see what you're on. Mal- Maldini Wait. once said, "Let me just." Maldini once said, "If I have to make a tackle, I've already made a mistake." Okay. So the way I'm looking at it is that if your keeper has to get involved, yeah, making a save or, you know, punching a ball out, the, the team has already made a mistake. Your position should never be in any kind of position to challenge your goalkeeper or make your goalkeeper do anything at all. Fair enough. So, you see, Lukaku has gone to Chelsea, yeah, and has absolutely treated Pablo Mari like dog shit yesterday. Um... This might sound crazy, but I think Inter Milan have upgraded Lukaku. Now, that does sound crazy. I, I, I know I'm going to explain like my thinking, yeah. But like, obviously, like 
I know Lukaku's a younger, more dynamic footballer, yeah. But yeah. in terms of the the if 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 Inter Milan are going to try and play the same way and have some of the same uh patterns of play, I'd argue that Edin Dzeko's actually like better at holding up the ball and bringing others into play. Like I actually think, I actually think he's one of like he's one of the elites at it really, as in terms of being an actual target man because. Inter Milan used Lukaku as a target man, not a striker, not a like, goal scorer, like a target man. We go from there, bam, Lukaku. And when I look at it, I think, raw like, Dzeko is a much more, like, what he lacks in dynamism, I think he makes up for it with technique and class and consistency. Um, not to say that Lukaku don't have those things, but I think Dzeko... Je ne sais quoi. His nous, his experience. Like this is a role that Lukaku developed into at his time at Inter Milan. But it's something that Jekyll's kind of been doing for more or less the whole time I've known him. Like I, I, I didn't really keep up with Jekyll at Wolfsburg. But when I think of Jekyll at um, um, Man City onwards, I think of Jekyll bringing people like Aguero into play. Etc. So yeah, I think I think that could be um. It's one to have a look at, man. I yeah. I got a feeling did, that in a, in a Milan might surprise some people. Yeah, I, I did see the um the Inter game, and Edin Dzeko looked very adept. Um, Inter didn't look like they were missing any any steps. Like you will never think that they've lost one of the best right backs in the world or the best striker. Uh, you didn't realize that Lautaro Martinez wasn't playing, and and they just looked very comfortable, and Jeko looked at home. And then again, that makes sense because he's been in Italy now. What's that? What are you gonna say? What are you thinking? Also, I was gonna say, Sim Sim looks like the right man might be in the right place. There's a lot of that going on as well. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that Antonio Conte wasn't the right man. But Simeone looks like no, the right man. Hmm? Inzaghi, that is, by the way, Simeone. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Inzaghi, sorry. Why did I say Simeone? Yeah, but... No, I, I, I said it. I did it. So. But I, I knew you were talking about it. That's the, the, the weird thing. Yeah, but um, there is also the fact that it is the first game of the season. Oh, by the way, mm. um, the San Siro, the San Siro was not packed. There were several empty seats, like scores and scores. Hundreds, even, of empty seats in the sand. Do you know what? Normally, I would think that that's totally normal. Uh, normally, to me, that's totally normal. But you just won the league, first game of the season. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? Know... Let them win a couple more games. They'll come around. Yeah, maybe fans were were They'll rebelling um, with the you know the, the departures of manager, fullback, and striker. Um, oh, talking of managers, I don't know if you wanted to. Did you want to? Did, did you have more I'm to say? On, you know? No, I'm easy. I'm good. Oh, oh. bro, Jose. I think Jose. I think Jose is at. Like, I would compare Tottenham and Roma. Very much similar clubs. 
company, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Roma is, you know, like the same way there were a section of Tottenham fans that were really appreciative of having Jose Mourinho, proven winner, yada, 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 come through the yeah. door. I think it's the same at Inter. I think, I mean, not Inter, at Roma. I think it's the exact same thing at Roma because it's a club not used to winning things, you know? Like, they're not even really used to being in the Champions League. Um, and you know what else I thought? When I saw the game, big up Tammy, big up Tammy, two assists, well done. Big up Tammy. We're really supporting you this season. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to do Lukaku? <laughs> and I thought, you know what? That is so interesting. Like, imagine, like, imagine. So, your striker that isn't necessarily one that is, you know, like you, you wouldn't pick Tammy Abraham to go and display how to do a drill, train drill. He's not yeah. the person you pick. Neither is Romelu Lukaku, and. Another thing that I'd argue that they both they both kind of um, share is maybe being unappreciated because if you ask me, um, like Tammy's not the most refined, but he scores goals. He scores Premier League goals, and that's like one of the hardest things to do in this game. Like, there's lots of talented people. There's lots of popping people. There's lots of sick people. There's lots of athletic people. Lots of that. There's people that have everything and they all come to the Prem, but not all of them score goals. Joe Linton. There's lots of men that have nice playing styles. Yeah. Uh, uh, Haller probably has a nicer playing style than Tammy Abraham. doesn't mean anything. Tammy will outscore him seven days of the week, you know. So I was thinking maybe Lukaku without reason has maybe started a new thing. Like, maybe players are going to want to go to, to not just build their reputation, but to actually learn. Because what's interesting is there were a lot of questions about like, Lukaku. He's left. He's improved somewhat. He's only been gone two years and come back. And the energy around him is just really different. And I do wonder, I do think he's improved as a player. But I think how much has he improved and how much is his time away just maybe giving people a slightly different perspective to to instead of looking at what he doesn't do, having a higher appreciation for what he does do. Because you look at Chelsea and I feel like we all, like perspective is everything. So we look at Chelsea creating chances, chances, chances last season and he couldn't score. And then suddenly... You look at Lukaku's skill set, which some people might say limited. Bro, this is £97 million. And do you know what? It looks like £97 million well spent because what he does fits in this system so well. You know, so I think it's I think it's interesting with Lukaku that he's kind of maybe showing us that maybe not following the 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 the, the, the more travelled path to get to where you're going as a footballer can kind of be beneficial. Potentially, like if you take control of your own destiny, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just realized something. Our screen says we know it all. Um, with regards to Lukaku. Yeah. Um, improving, mm. as everyone's saying. 
maybe there's um if we look at him at um West Brom, scored a few goals at West Brom, obviously he would have been playing with one hand tied behind his back with regards to the teammates he had there, plus he was a lot younger. But still done a decent job. If we look at him when he went to Who's the um, who's the cold who's the cold left left mid? Cold left mid from where? West Brom. Uh, West Brom. West Brom. Coldest left left peg. Chris Brunt. Chrissy Brunt. Chris Sorry, yeah, just. Yeah, no, Chris Brunt, one of the best players of the Premier League ever. On you. Um, yeah, no, legend. I love Chris Brunt. Um, yeah, so. He's LM. Left mid. And he will shoot. You ever got to tell him? Not left wing. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He's one of the players, yeah. He doesn't do that... byline and all that. Are you dumb? No, 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 no. He's one of those players that when he gets the ball, the fans are saying, shoot, and he will shoot. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but when... Anything's he... possible, though. Yeah, yeah. When Lukaku was at um, West Brom, he scored a fair few goals, had one hand tied behind his back because of the players he was playing with, but didn't do himself a disservice. He's done pretty well. Went to Everton... Done very well, you know, playing with a slightly better caliber of player. Uh, went to United, went to United and scored, I think, forty Premier League goals over those two seasons, which isn't bad at all. Um, but at United in particular, because that's when the spotlight was really on him, he was asked to do different things to what he's known for doing at Inter and what he displayed against Arsenal on Sunday. So, is it a case of him improving? Or is it a case of him being played to his strengths? I mean, obviously, everything's on a continuum, so he will improve. But um, how much of his performances are down to him being played to his strengths, um, i.e. being the target man, like you said, when you referenced um, Zeko, as opposed to being someone running onto three balls? Because he is mad fast, so he can do it. But how about we, we keep you on the D on the last man, you pin the hell out of him, Hold him off like we done to Pablo Mari. Set, spin off, put it in the back of the net. It's all about the system and playing to your strengths. I'm not saying that's what it is, but I'm saying how much of it is that and how much of it is the improvement. Yeah. Bad how much? Elaborate, please. I, I can't see I can't see your left hand. Okay, now I can. Cool. So what does that mean? Can you put that into words? Quite please? a lot. Quite a lot of it. Quite quite a lot. Quite a lot. Um yeah. Oh so you, I, you I think of... I've never really thought of it like that. Yeah, I'm just saying it's it's very easy to, to say he's improved. Um if you're looking solely at stat-based analysis, like he's scoring goals more regularly, um, but if you really go into it and see where his goals are coming from and what he's doing now that he perhaps wasn't doing um, before, that will probably shine um, a much brighter light. But that's just my opinion. What do I know? I'm just armchair. Is it a coincidence that we saw... Is it a coincidence that we saw Lukaku shining with a modern, current manager with new, maybe not so much new ideas, but just slightly more unique ones to what everyone else is doing? 
Everybody wants an Mbappe. Everybody wants a Haaland. Dave just said, "Raw, let's get, a, let's do little and large." There we go. There we go. Yeah. And if you if you look at football, how much um, when you're playing football, um, it's so hard to break a team down going straight through the middle of the park. Um, you know, when the ball goes in there, it's often cut out, cleared, intercepted. And how lovely is it to have someone that you can hit right in those central spaces and know it's going to stick. Like, there's nothing better in life. And for someone that plays football, there's nothing better in life than having a, a target man you can hit and run off, knowing that you haven't got to think, oh, if it hits him, like, can he knock it around the corner for me? Like, you know if it hits him, it's going to stick. And now it's up to you to be in the right place to get the ball back from him. Like, how lovely is that? It's lovely. Question, it's lovely. question Jess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Has has anybody? I know this is Quentin Corner, and we've just we're talking about Lukaku. But has anybody ever been bullied? Just ever, like not in the prem. Just like, can you recall seeing a game where someone's got bullied, like Mari? Like, and yeah. and I don't mean I don't mean having a bad game. I don't mean yeah, making errors, scoring on goals, I've, giving away penalties. I times. mean getting. Bullied, like I've the way he got times. bullied. Quickly, um, the only, I'll tell you I'll tell you when I've seen it. But before I go there, I just want to say that um, possibly this experience that Marvin's gone through might make him a better defender. That's just something I want to say. You know, I'm trying to find the silver lining. But um, yeah, as a Tottenham fan, you should recall when Gareth Bell. Do you, know who, do you know who is? Do you know who is not making it? Who? It's not making Ben White better. Yeah, God. You should recall when um, Gareth Bell bullied Mikon. Different kind of bullying. Nah, that's not the same. That's, that's different, different kind of, kind of, of bullying, bullying, though. And as an Arsenal fan, um, I remember Didier Drogba bullying Felipe Santos for many, many years, many years, many, many years, long time, many, many years. So it does happen. It does happen. It's not always highlighted, but it does happen. Um, before we cut, um, there's a player. I just, I, I'm going to tell you guys now. I'm going to remind you. His name is Simi. He's Nigerian. He plays for newly promoted Salernitana. Yeah, I'm saying it to you now. At the start of the season, this guy, I don't know how, managed to score. 18 Serie A goals last season. I said it at the end of the season. I don't understand how this guy has scored 18 league goals and he's getting relegated. Shot. He's found a club. So just keep an eye on him, Simi. i got a feeling you're going to see him... I'm not saying he's sick. I'm just saying he could pop up at West Ham. That's the kind of what, thing I'm what saying. Club he is could right pop now? up at... Salernitana. I think that's how you pronounce it. Never heard of them in my life. They what what league are they in? But yeah. Serie A. Okay. Okay. I'll look out for them. Oh, and um Germany. Yeah. I'm ready to say Pokemon is not good. 
Upa McConnell is um he's beyond not good scorcher. He's actually quite bad. Last season, when it was announced that he'll be leaving Leipzig to go to Bayern Munich, I was like, yeah, no problem. Karl-Heinz Rummenigger is not going to let this man um, play in defence for his club. Yeah, um, I was like, um, who's it? Hansi Flick, the manager. He's not going to let this man play at centre-back for his beautiful Bavarian club. No chance. And then they got um, Leipzig's manager. What's his name again? Nagelsmann. Then when yeah. Nagelsmann took over, I said, oh my lord, Deo Upamecano is going to play centre-back at Bayern Munich. And not only that, you've also lost David Alaba. I was like, this is a recipe for disaster. And when you watch... I heard, I heard they played play. Sula right back as well. Shit then. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um I, I've got a feeling Nagel's man might fuck it. It's okay, he's allowed to because his rep is so high, he can do that and still land on his feet. It's like, look at, sorry to go here, but look at Erdegaard, yeah? Those five years ago when he was being courted by all the biggest clubs in Europe and he went to the biggest club in Europe, yeah? People like, it's not going to work. You start here, so when you fall, yeah, look where he's landed. Had he signed for Arsenal back then, yeah, and didn't work out, yeah, he could be at Notts County. He could be at Selen Nitaro, whatever you mentioned a few minutes ago. He could be anywhere. So, um... Nagelsmann yeah. failing at Bayern Munich, it's not really a failure. Look at um Tuchel, he failed at PSG. No, it's, it's not it's not it's not it's not terminal. It's not Tuchel didn't fail in Dortmund. And they say I said they say Dortmund, I said PSG. Oh, would you call that failure? No, no, but it's easy to call it that because Somewhat. he was sacked. Yeah. He didn't win the Champions League. That that's the bar yeah, PSG is yeah. so high that if you don't win the Champions League. Hey, I was going to say, actually, Mauricio Pochettino, sorry to go back to um, Liga, lost Liga and the result, the result was he was handed Messi, Ramos, Wijnaldum, Donnarumma and Hakimi so far. Do you think that's all part of his plan? To show the ball that I and need they, back? And, and a name our contract extension. And the name of contract extension, which 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 they've been struggling to get for some years now. Exactly. I saw I saw a conspiracy Very thing on, on Instagram the other day about players who knew that Messi was going to Barca. One of those players was with Naldon because he nearly signed for Barca and then all of a sudden didn't. And uh, another one was Neymar because apparently, like this is bubbling under the surface for a long time. And Neymar signs a contract extension, pledging his future to PSG, and all of a sudden his best friend is back at PSG. Just saying. But we digress. I tell you what, Bundesliga. no, I, 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 no, but I don't, I don't think you're tapped in what you're saying, though, because I think the real reason Neymar doesn't go back to Barcelona is because they couldn't afford him. 
And remember, Messi wanted Neymar back at Barca. So would you be surprised if, if it wasn't economically viable for Neymar to end up back at Barca and Suarez already being gone? What's the easiest solution here? Maybe Messi join you in where they've got where they've got the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, and you stand Suarez next year on a free contract. The boys are back. You know, yeah. If they, if they sounding um, with Ramos and Messi. Oh my gosh, this is just sounding like like the dream team. Yeah. Um. There was one more thing about Germany I wanted to say before we wrapped up. And this thing is. Obviously, if you look Say on the bottom, his name. Say before his I get name. there, if, before I get there, if you look on the bottom right corner of the screen, it says "We know it all." Okay, that's meant to say "We know it all," but this um this was put together last minute. Um, we do know. Shout it, out, Sad. Hmm? Shout out, Sad. Shout outside. out, Sad. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? Football club in the Middle East. Uh, yeah, shout, shout him out. But as I was saying, so we do our ones to watch. We do predictions. We do punts. We do shouts. Okay. And early, early on in Armchair Gaffers, we said that a young player who played for Red Bull, like Red Bull Salzburg, Salzburg. Time, yeah, Red Bull Salzburg was a one to watch. His name was Dominic Sabozalai. We said it early. We said it loud. It was difficult learning his name. Learning like, it different. was a difficult thing to learn his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's doing his thing. He signed for Leipzig uh, last January, right? Blighted by injuries. Finally on the pitch. And he's scoring screamers. No. Two. Two otherworldly goals on his screamers. debut. Oh, he's yeah, been injured for six months, I believe. Something crazy. He missed the Euros due to injury and he's landed and yeah. we're seeing all the hypes about. So, guys, this is just to let you know when armchair gaffers tell you who to look out for, when we give you a one to watch, watch them. Watch them. And I'm going to give them. you my second one to watch. That's cool. Obviously, Dominic was my one to watch. Do you know who my one to watch is for this season? Semi. Jesse Marsh. Jesse Marsh, who does he play for? Airby Leipzig coach. Wait for it. Former coach to Haaland, um, to aforementioned Sabozala, Mimino. Nabi Kato? The reason why I'm. Mm, I'm not sure if I'm not sure to be honest. I'd be lying if I said to you I know Kata was managed by Marsh. I'd be lying. But cool. anyway. He's my one to watch. American coach. American coach. This is so unusual. Like I saw a thing online of him and got up. up, up. Jesse, can we put like a link to something in the description? Maybe. I'll see how I feel. Maybe. Um, but I saw a team talk he was doing one time and he was speaking broken German or Austrian, German or Austrian, German. Um, and he was like flipping between English and German and it was, but it was, 
weird because he was his approach was different. His approach felt very much like like NFL or okay. or hockey or basketball. Like it felt very, you know, one, two, three, very, you know, it, like, felt it felt very, very not like football, that. yeah. Would you say that? It felt very much it, not football. It felt like this could equally work for a rugby team. <laughs> yep. Or, or, or an MMA contest. Three rounds <laughs> or okay. five. Either. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, that's how it felt. And I just thought it was mad interesting because he made me realise that like in, in, in a time like now when like there's, there's like a... Um, so much emphasis on the tactical side of the game and, and, and you've got um, coaches like Pep and Jurgen and Tuchel, like people like this getting to the top. Like a lot of what, a lot of what their approaches to the game are going to be what's like, what's glamorised, what's popularised, what's recreated, what's idolised. But that doesn't mean that there's not other elements to the game. Like motivation is a big part of football and it's like you see people have success with a particular thing like let's just say Jurgen Klopp for a time had great success with Gergen pressing let's say mm-hmm. now that that is going to seem so extreme you're going to you're going to see like you know people trying to recreate a similar thing or have similar ideas but it doesn't mean that that's the only way. And it's like the further you go in one of those directions, you, you go away from others sometimes. And mm-hmm. I just think it'll be really interesting to see a manager um, who has an appreciation for like the motivational aspect of the game. Like he, I don't, it's not something I've heard him speak about, but in seeing his, in seeing his, um, his team talk, you kind of you, like you realize like identity and all of that that sort of stuff and motivation and, and like how players are feeling feeling within themselves is a big thing to him and it's interesting to just see a coach a coach at a high level it will be interesting to see a coach at a high level um taking that approach to the game and, and seeing what 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 becomes of it. So that Mama is your one. To- as you want to watch. Okay, interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned him and prior to that mentioned that um, Nagelsmann could F it up at Bayern Munich. Uh, you never know what could happen after that. Yeah. All right, this might sound mad, yeah? If I'm a lot of clubs, especially Arsenal, I'm monitoring Jesse Marsh. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Lovely. So I think that wraps up our Conti corner. Does it? Yeah. Got anything anything else to add? No, like, subscribe, share. Wait, wait. Before we go, two things I've, I've read uh, not so long ago is that, um, one, Tottenham are being linked with Adama Traore. Yeah, and two on a more serious note is that if Neymar leaves PSG, they um Neymar, so if Mbappe leaves PSG, they could be looking at Richarlison as a replacement.
can we wrap the show? Just reading the headlines. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe, and we will see you um, in the future. Why did you have to spoil the whole show? Like, the show was That's a, what I do. The calm That's what show. I do. No, 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 no. No, no, no. People, I need to keep people down to earth. We have a good show, and then I just drop it down at the end. Really upset people. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Peace out.